Hey friends, I'm recording this on February 17th, which is International Random Acts of Kindness Day. The term random acts of kindness is short for the popular call to practice random acts of kindness and senseless acts of beauty. I remember seeing it everywhere when I was a student at the University of Oregon. It's a school with a reputation for being a mecca for kind of hippies and radical activists. And more than hearing the term, I saw it everywhere on bumper stickers and t-shirts and even graffiti. It was even more popular than the saying, also plastered on bumper stickers and t-shirts, that it will be a great day when our schools have all the money they need and our Air Force has to have a bake sale to buy a bomber. I always liked that one. But it was later that I learned where the expression came from. Practice Random Acts of Kindness and Senseless Acts of Beauty was written as a peace-promoting twist on the phrase, Random Acts of Violence and Senseless Acts of Cruelty, which was so overused by newscasters and politicians. The woman who wrote that line, Anne Herbert, had some connection to journalism herself. And I don't remember the details, but she knew that the way that the news focused on violence and cruelty of the world skewed our perspectives of ourselves and our society. Point is, this wasn't cheerful fluff. This was a call for defiance. This was a reminder that we choose who we are. In her post-Vietnam era, reality, it said that she saw a world of strangulating economic systems and environment-killing corporations. At the time, she was experiencing the 1980s cultural norm of greed and selfishness. These words were a way to subvert that. Herbert's calls for random acts of kindness and senseless acts of beauty was an urging for us to reclaim our cultural narrative, to declare what we really truly believe we are as a society, that we are kind, that we create beauty. So back to Random Acts of Kindness Day, I have a question. What if being kind can be revolutionary? What if being kind can be healing to ourselves and to the world? What if being kind, all of us consciously choosing kindness, what if that can mark the beginning of a new era? Can we dismantle the bad and build up the good with radical kindness? I think so. But it must begin with a particular kind of kindness. And that's what we're discussing today. So, let's go. Hi, I'm Carrie Altum. And with decades of experience as a leader, activist, and entrepreneur, I've learned a lot about how our fears hold us down and how radical love always lights the way. As a mentor and coach, I've helped hundreds of leaders get centered in their values and align their lives so they can serve their powerful purpose and rise into a brighter future. I'm offering this podcast to show you how you can have impact, and income without sacrificing your integrity. If you're ready to explore challenging ideas, adopt new strategies, and have some fun along the way, you're in the right place. This 
is Rise and Shine. If you're listening to this, then you are a warrior. You're rising and fighting in one way or another, as an entrepreneur or an elected leader, as an artist or an activist, or maybe even as a journalist, but you're brave and you're experienced at fighting for what you believe in. We're peaceful warriors, but we still get tired get on the defense and get our guards up. And sometimes we're even guarded against kindness as if kindness is a weakness. You be too kind, and maybe people won't respect you. They may assume that you don't respect yourself. We begin not trusting others. We devalue our relationships, even rejecting some of the kindness and care that comes our way, and all in the name of personal protection. Given these past two years and the growing sense of collective chaos, maybe you feel insecure in our society. Are you feeling anxiety and grief? Suspicious of your neighbors or resentful of your leaders? If you're being totally honest with yourself, have you been tempted to just give up on your cause? Have you wondered if you'll ever really have the positive impact that you've worked so hard for? If so, you are not alone, my friend. And that feeling of being isolated and powerless has reawakened latent traumas for many of us. It feels like we're both wired and depleted. We're exhausted. We can't know what's coming next. We want to be hopeful, but we feel burned by hope. And now, here I am saying to you, let's all practice random acts of kindness. Do you want to just tell me to shut up already? But what I mean is, let's start with the very first, most simple act of kindness. It's not about giving out to others when you're so depleted. This first kindness is kindness to ourselves. What could be more revolutionary? I mean, if you being kind to you were truly medicine, what if in being kind to yourself, you could begin your own healing? What if being kind, all of us consciously choosing to be kind to ourselves, could be the beginning of a radical reset of our whole society? Yeah, yeah, seriously. (laughs) You know it's true. We can change the world through radical love. I mean, it'll take a critical mass of people, unlike any before, but I think we're poised. We have a new, amazing generation coming up. I mean, these are incredible souls who are redefining everything, the value of the environment, the real role of corporations, economic equality, gender definitions, and on and on and on. And those of us moving into the legacy phases of our lives, I believe we need to take a deep breath, replenish ourselves, and get ready to do the work on our end. And with our innovative art, our transformational businesses, our new ways of doing things, I believe that we can dismantle the bad and we can build up the good. But it has to begin with radical kindness. 
I believe this crazy, crazy couple of years can be a punctuated equilibrium. We've needed to shed the past and start somewhat fresh. But first, we do need some self-care. This is really radical stuff for those of us who've grown up with the messages that hustle and grind is more important than being centered and aligned. In a society that urges strict time management and hard, hard work. When we just feel like the measure of a good life is how much stuff we have or how much money we make. But those are the wrong stories. Those are the residual values from the industrial age. Those priorities serve consumption capitalism, and they don't serve our souls. We're moving into a new era, friends. The painful few years we've just been through is a part of the transition, and, ready for it, the beginning of a new era? To make it amazing, it begins with kindness to ourselves, self-kindness self-love. It's not selfish. It's righteous. It's not greedy. It's wise. And, as always, it starts with the stories that we tell ourselves. And we can choose to tell ourselves a different story. This is a good time for us to get real so you can nix the narrative that you don't have time. Can you stop putting yourself off for another day? Because when you do, you're making the way for something transformative. Not overnight, but over time. Okay, friends. The first little kindness we can give to ourselves is self-acceptance. I know it's hard to realize even what that is. I mean, on the one hand, it's an overused term— But on the other hand, it's definitely an underused practice. This is one of those things that, like exercise, there are so many different ways to do it, so many different levels of doing it, and you need to realize it's all good. Like yoga, for instance. You can do a little bit of yoga, and that's exercise. Or you can complete a triathlon, also exercise. It's all good. You're not being kind to yourself when you let your brain run negative stories, like, I'm such a fool, or I'm bad at tech, or I'm a terrible time manager, you're reinforcing the challenge, and you're ignoring the opportunity. You end up condemning yourself to something that is really not inherently true about you. So, you know, it's a simple kindness Correcting the self-critical voice in your head and creating positive stories about who you really are and what's actually true about you, it doesn't mean you're lying to yourself. It doesn't mean that you just declare that you're perfect. Instead, you're embracing the fact that your imperfections and your mistakes are just human, and they really are part of what makes you you. We're unique and amazing for our full set of different qualities. I know that sounds like a trite little thing that we say to our kids, but we need to say it to ourselves. And it's true. So shush the self-critical voice and say something kind about yourself 
to yourself. When we treat ourselves with kindness and compassion and understanding, we feel nurtured and worthy and secure. When we're gentle and forgiving of ourselves, we're generating more positive energy. And when we do that often enough, it can overflow to others. So it boosts us, and it boosts our relationships, and it boosts our work, and on and on. Okay? So we quiet the critical voice, quiet the critical voice, and we say something kind about ourselves to ourselves. So when we treat ourselves with kindness, compassion, and understanding, we feel worthy. We feel nurtured and secure. When we're gentle and forgiving of ourselves, we're generating more positive energy. And when we do that often enough, that energy can overflow to others. It boosts us. It boosts our relationships. It boosts our work. Okay, so that's number one. Quiet the critical voice. If we just do that, nothing else, we're making space for other kindnesses to follow. Like a few ideas, a few things to do for yourself, a few little kindnesses that you can treat yourself with are things like a walk. I do it every single day, and it's a gift every time. It's also a gift to my dog, Baloo. You can also give yourself a treat. Savoring something like a bit of dark chocolate or a cup of tea or even just taking time to apply a favorite hand lotion that smells good. When you savor it, it can be a treat to yourself. My absolute favorite always is a mindful moment. That's a practice I give myself several times a day. I have a practice I call these three things. Waiting for the kettle to boil or at a red light or closing the computer to transition from work to home. It's my bell of mindfulness, and I truly can't imagine who I would be without it. All right. In honor of Random Acts of Kindness Day, are you ready to make a commitment to you? Maybe make a pledge. Maybe like raise your right hand right now or raise your arms up to the universe and declare out loud or in your head, I will be kind to myself. Kind thoughts in my head and a few kind actions in my day. Boom. That's it. Just declare it. Then do it. You deserve it. All right, before we wrap up, a quick heads up. The two-year anniversary of the pandemic lockdown is coming up. There will be much ado about this, no doubt, probably a lot of unhelpful stuff, but you don't have to get wrapped up in it. Instead, you can use this moment to declare your own movement. Just as Anne Herbert prompted us to claim our truth by practicing random acts of kindness in defiance of the popular narrative of the state of the world back then, I think we need to consciously claim our truth and define our own narrative in this moment. We've been living through this critical global event, and our lives are changed forever, and the world is changed forever, and we need to have a process and some prompting to reflect on these last two years. 
So the Rise team is creating a whole month of good stuff coming up in March. Special podcast episodes and a free course with group coaching. You can engage with us live or go through the recordings at your own pace. You can just dabble in a few of the exercises or you can go full in. Whatever works for you. Whatever helps you heal. We'll be offering a lot of ways for you to be kind to you. So keep an eye out for our free You Get a Reset program. It's the whole month of March 2022. This is a chance for us to put the past behind us. And we've got a lot of fun stuff planned, including a little burning party, no joke, and a chance to set a new vision. Are you ready to rise with us? Follow and like on social media to get peeks into the behind-the-scenes planning process. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Carrie Alton. We're ready for a brighter future, right? So, let's rise together. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Rise and Shine. Please subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform, rate and review, and share the love. Tell your friends about Rise and Shine so we can all grow our integrity-centered lives and leadership together and on purpose. You got so proudly wear your crown. Cause you're the 